Hey, good morning to you. Larry here. Hope you're well. Welcome to the Daily Larb. The Daily Larb is an almost daily podcast. Some days I don't, I don't make an episode, but most days I do. And uh, I'm back with you again today. Um, I'm a writer and artist at LarryGMcGuire.com. I'm also uh, making stuff over on Patreon.com forward slash LarryGMcGuire. And uh, I write and I talk about cultural issues, social issues. I ponder philosophically on life in general and the process of creativity and art and work and how all that mixes together and turns into stuff. Uh, Because it is remarkable really, isn't it, that uh, you can have an idea almost come to you of its own volition not of your own design and pop into your mind Ooh, what about that and then you make it so at a level of existence it's nothing just kind of a thought now what is a thought i don't know i know there you know you put someone through uh Put someone through, and I don't know. Put them on an e, uh, an, an, e, an EEG, is it something like that? You put them on a brain scan. You can you can see uh, patterns. You can monitor uh, patterns in brain activity, electrical impulses. They're a product of something. We never get to the root of it, actually. What exactly thought is? I mean, it's completely uh, unsubstantial, but substantial at the same time because. It leads to things, you know. And you look outside your window and you see houses and trees and hedgerows and stuff. Uh, and none of that existed before somebody had an idea to make it. And that's um, it's a very interesting subject to me. Now the trees, you don't make the trees. But, you know, you, you choose to plant a tree in a certain place. But the trees would look after themselves and so the birds and the bushes and the grass and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> Plenty of things will look after themselves. Um, and somehow human beings have developed the ability to manipulate stuff into things, you know. Manipulate thought into things. That's what's going on, isn't it? I mean, how else would that would that guy have uh, come up with the notion to create an oil-fired central heating boiler and the flu system and the controls and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> like, it's, it's nuts. <clears throat> but at the same time, I wonder if uh, all of this manipulation of stuff uh, by us is um, counterproductive. Yet productive at the same time. It's a strange thing. You've got this dichotomy going on of of valuable and, and not at the same time. It's remarkable. Because um, the question I'm posing today is, is the human race insane? And what I mean by insane is out of control, uh, not aware of our own creative ability, not aware that we make it all, and we we jump up and down and we we take up arms against things that 
we don't like when really we fucking made it you know we're all contributors towards it we're all components in the process now i do i do accept that if circumstances are not congenial let's say that uh, we endeavor to find another way and sometimes other people are so rigid and welded to a particular idea that they need to be convinced and sometimes that requires force but what does it say about us that we need to resort to force i mean we seem to be these dualistic beings whereby we can sit and ponder and discuss and come up with some great solutions to difficulties yet we become so barbaric in our efforts to fulfill our own desires and uh, we become disconnected like let's say for example there's you and me and we live in our house and we use gas to heat our homes um, or we use uh, oil or solid fuel let's say gas and oil right we use it to heat our homes and uh, if my understanding is correct the Irish Irish gas like we we have our own gas uh, fields off the coast of Ireland that I think we sold them on pretty much gave them away but most of our gas comes via the UK which comes via um, Europe which comes via Russia and currently my understanding of let's say the conflict in Syria is that that whole conflict is not about ISIS, it's not about uh, factions uh, that are up in arms against a particular government or a particular leader. The truth of the matter is that the debacle and the reason why Russia and the United States and France and the UK and Germany and all of these guys and Saudi Arabia uh, and all of these guys are involved dropping bombs on Syria is because they want the land. And they want the land because there's a huge gas resource or, or gas pipeline to be brought into Europe from Saudi Arabia. And the route is through Syria. Or there's an alternative route, but there's a fight over where the where the pipeline goes. That's what's going on. So um, check out uh, oil-price.net. There's uh, several articles on there. They're really in-depth. They go into the whole history of the region and what, in fact, is going on with Russia and the United States. It's like they're having this war. It's like Russia the United versus the United States, Great Britain, Germany. I don't know how the allegiance is there, really. But there's two sides, and they're both fighting for Syria. And Saudi Arabia have all of these resources, and they want to bring their pipeline through this route, and Russia want to bring it through this route and all this kind of shit, right? So there's that stuff going on. And here we are sitting in our homes. And we are the, the end users. We are the consumers of this of this resource. And it's not even ours. Well, everything is ours. We want to look at humanity on a global basis. But the gas is being piped or is proposed to be piped from Saudi Arabia to Europe and Great Britain and all that kind of stuff and Ireland. And... Uh, here are these people, these political and fin- they're not political. The, po- the politics is a front. It's a it's a financial and a control thing. They're financial corporate organisations, massive, with huge power and control over governments. And here they are dropping bombs on people, ordinary people like you and me, because they want the fucking gas, because they want control, they want the power, they want the money.
And we're the end consumers of it. And we, by our consumption of the end product, allow this to happen. We are the cause. We are the ultimate cause. Because without the consumers of the thing, there is no demand. And without demand, these guys lose control. The whole thing about that situation is that because there is a demand, because you and I consume this stuff, these guys are urged to get their hands on as much of it as possible and as make, make as much money as they can. So this, that's an example of what I'm talking about. And uh, we don't care. We don't, we, don't not, we don't care enough to give it up and to find an alternative solution. Mm. I've just got a cup of coffee on the go here, so I'd rather not let it go cold. I hope you don't mind. So that's just one example. Um, I believe the human race, it, it, we are engaged in this kind of dualistic uh, mode of living, whereby... Um, we pursue all this stuff in the false notion that somehow it will make us happy that we're chasing this future. And the more we consume, the happier we'll get. That's the narrative. That's the unwritten narrative that we all fall for, that we all believe. And yet we're not satisfied by it. And in the pursuit of all this stuff, we, we become disconnected from our sense of humanity well, we revisit it from time to time when sad pictures come on the TV or when sad news stories come in the newspapers or online. You know, we say, oh, isn't that terrible? And we feel sad for half an hour. And then we go back to our uh, TV shows, you know. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, we certainly are. Uh, there is a spiritual aspect to life. And a lot of people, a lot of us connect with that. But then we for the most part, engage in this way of life where we really don't give a fuck or we're ignorant to it or we choose to just put the blinkers on and uh, on a national scale, on a local scale. Only when the problems come to our doorstep do we actually give a shit about it, you know. And uh, I think, my own belief is that we are quite mad, you know. Including me, because uh, I watch myself, and I see I see it happening. It's almost like you can't imagine about it. You know, I think it's it's actually what's going on here is that we are uh, this entity that is in observation of itself, getting caught up in all of this drama, and uh, it just happens. I think it just happens. It just happens. Like there is a certain degree of control. Like it can become so problematic. This life, I mean. It can become so problematic for us that we actually say, no, stop. Let's do something about it. But it has to get so bad, doesn't it? I mean, why is that? Why do, do things need to get so bad for us that we do something about it? Um, I think it's... Uh, I think it's uh, a lot got to do with momentum and momentum of comfort and convenience and momentum of thought, momentum of brain activity, momentum of life insofar as we're designed, I mean, organically, physically, 
were designed to be efficient, uh, this this culmination or this coming together of uh, microorganisms that is a human being. It's designed to be efficient and find the quickest route. Like even if you look out on, uh, go into your local park, you'll see that the route from gate to gate, most people don't go around a long way on the path. They cut across the green and then there's a track, unless the track is muddy, and but then they won't even go onto the path. They'll stay on the grass. And that's an example for me. Um, <clears throat> it's why habits are so difficult to change. It's why we do things and we can't understand, and we don't understand why we do them. It's because it's the organism is programmed to pursue that line. It's like a, a, a well-trodden track, you know. And it takes some serious mind power to uh, an effort almost to change that. Ultimately, it is changing. I mean, I think the world is better today than it was 100 years ago. <clears throat> uh, conditions are better. Um, life in general is better. I mean, materially, we've got more technology and ability to do great things than we ever had before. Efficiency is enormous. I'm not sure if that's ultimately going to serve us. Well, actually it is. You know, all of this negativity that we notice ultimately does serve us because eventually we figure it out. It's like, uh, uh, you know, you keep being a fool until you figure out how to be clever, you know? I don't know. But uh, just my thought for today. I don't know, we just get out and keep doing what we do and uh, ultimately if we've got a problem with something, ultimately if things are hurting enough, we'll do something about it. But uh, in the meantime, bad shit goes on, you know, or whatever. My philosophical musings for today, whatever you're doing, I hope you're having a good one. I'm going to sign off now because I have to get out the door and get over to Stilorgan and do a bit of work, earn a few books and uh, then pick up my little girl I have too and come back and get the boys doing their ecker and get the old dinner on. That's my job. My missus is working today. So uh, anyway, you've been listening to the Daily Larb. This is the daily, almost daily podcast from me, Larry G. McGuire. You'll get my stuff over on LarryGMcGuire.com. I podcast all the time, I write all the time, I have a book coming out, The Artist's Manifesto, it's out on the 2nd of April, busy putting that together, finalising the chapters, editing, etc, etc, and uh, looking forward to getting that out and getting the actual real book in my hands, uh, it's a paperback, I'll also be doing an audio, and uh, looking forward to getting that out because I'm just too busy at the minute with stuff, so once that's out I'll uh, have a bit more space to do a bit more daily writing and stuff like that. So, folks, until tomorrow, or perhaps later on, I'll see you later. Thanks for listening.